Wow. I am excited for this episode today, my friend. This is going to be fantastic. So, this is the revised script. I'm re-recording this one because I wasn't completely satisfied with my last one. And I, you know, I don't really want to put out work that I'm not proud of, honestly. So, yes, I'm not publishing. No, I'm not publishing on Friday, but it's perfect anyways because I wanted to start publishing on Mondays anyways. So, it works out just fine. Anyways, today, this episode, I'm going to give you one of the most or some of the most important lessons I had to learn. But to get all of that, to get everything in here, make sure to listen to the end of today's episode. I think you're going to learn a lot. I know I sure did, and I'm super excited to share this with you. So, Hello and welcome to the Alpha Insight Podcast, the podcast where we, well, currently we're discussing mental health and we're diving deep into different subjects that are concerning mental health. Before we get into this episode, I would super appreciate it if you leave a rating or review on whatever platform you're listening on. That would be awesome. Share it to your friends, your family, whatever, whoever else. That would be sweet. So, Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jameson Ryling, and this is the Alpha Insight Podcast. Let us start today's episode off with a story. So, if you had listened to my episode, My Experience with the Spiritual Realm, you, you'll understand this episode much better, but... So, if you haven't, be sure to give that a listen. Anyways, the story... So when my sister had cancer, I got to meet new people through organizations for kids like her and like us as the siblings, you know, family camps, like like vacations or for families like, like ours, but also, the, you know, the hospital. Something to know about me is I grew up a very emotional kid, I would say. I have just always felt compassion for other people and and empathy, and, you know, not to sound like I'm all that or anything, but that's just how I grew grew up. Anyways, in the hospital, we had met a family when my sister was going or getting her first surgery done, and they, they, were, they were awesome, awesome people. I'd gotten to meet their daughter, who had also had cancer, and she was also the same age as my sister, but hers was in her bone marrow, I believe it was her bone marrow. And the crazy thing is, I I had only gone to see that little girl two or three times, maybe. But something in me just got attached. You know, like, I was just emotionally attached with her. Time had gone by, and as my sister had gotten better, slowly, over a long period of time, this other little girl just kept growing weaker. And I, I got to visit her one more time. They were they were at a stalemate pretty much. And they were they were basically at a stalemate. You know, she needed yet another surgery after being in the hospital for half of her life, but she was not strong enough to to get through it, you know, and they had done so much chemotherapy and so much radiation and it was just destroying her body. She hadn't had enough strength to get through the to get the surgery done. 
And so at that point, they were just sitting on borrowed time. So they, the the hospital, they sent her home. <sighs> After months, even possibly years of being physically drained, and this little girl just, she, she passed away at home. After being sent home because her body wasn't strong enough to go through the surgery that they needed to do. Now you may be thinking, okay, Jameson, why did you have to tell that story? You know, Jameson, it's Monday morning. Why did you have to tell that story? Because I had learned one of the hardest lessons there is to possibly learn, in my opinion. Now let's start with the foundation for this episode. So the reason I'm making this episode is because I've talked to several people about the same thing and it nearly, it's nearly the same outcome. So the timeline goes like this. Tragedy happens. You fall off the wagon and go into a downward spiral. Then, for some time, you try and forget about it. You try and cope with it in your own way. And then you find a sense of identity when and, and, and base the rest of your life, you know, for a time off of that. And you never overcome that. You base your identity on it. Now, for most, people eventually find a way to get past it, but a lot of people don't. You know, they base their identity on this tragedy that had happened, and a lot of people never heal from it. At that point, it is like you're living life caught up in the past, and life just gets harder because things start to build up. So it's like you're you're basing everything off of that one event that had happened, and now from here on out, everything is just building up, causing more and more pain and more and more stress and anxiety because you haven't gotten past that first barrier. You haven't gotten over that first hurdle. So the biggest lessons that I've ever had to learn, starting with number one, you know, things to things that I had had to learn to get past the fact that I just can't change these things. You know, I... These are things that I had to learn that many people know, maybe, but a lot of people don't accept. But anyways, starting off with number one, you don't get to see the whole picture. And I want that to sink in for just a second. It's a very important thing to to come to realize. So everything happens for a reason. And what this doesn't mean is that you should just accept all the negative and move on like nothing happened. I'm not saying that you should just, you know, screw that. It's everything happens for a reason and, you know, you don't ever feel emotion towards anything. I'm just saying it is just one of those things that you have to come to realize and accept that you don't get to see the whole picture. There's a a much larger story in this life that you just you can't see. And of uh, and a lot of that is because of faith, you know? So if you've been listening, you you know I'm a Christian and all that good stuff. So, you know, it's like if we were given the every answer we ever wanted, there would be no point in faith. You know, if we could see, so it's like if you could see an outcome of your life, but you can also see exactly how you get to that outcome, it wouldn't really be a journey, would it? You wouldn't learn the lessons you still need to learn, would you? Because sometimes you have to, you know, it's like if you knew exactly the whole the whole journey that you were supposed to get to a specific goal or a certain point in your life and you knew exactly what step comes next 
in your life and like what tragedy comes next or what victory comes next. It's like, you know, what would that really even be teaching you, honestly? And a lot of times what happens is we make these paths for our lives and we come up with these, you know, where we want to be and what we want to do in our futures and how we how we're going to get there exactly. But if you've ever tried to make a plan like that, you know that it's never going to be the same. It might be the same outcome, but it's almost guaranteed you're not going to get there the same way that you had planned. So number two, you have to look at it in a new perception. You have to look. Okay, so what I mean by this, this one's actually a really good point. I really like it a lot. You have looked at a picture. So imagine this. You're, you're looking at a picture, and it's zoomed in all the way, like on your phone or whatever. This picture is zoomed in all the way, and you zoom out, and all of a sudden it all makes sense. You're like, oh, that's what I'm looking at, right? And what happens in, in, in life is we zoom in all the way and look at one thing and hold on to that, like that one memory, that one feeling, this is a crazy one though. It's, it's like, you know, so so an example. When this whole cancer thing had happened, you know, for the longest time I could only remember the negative things. You know, but looking back, now I see all the wonderful people in our lives who who were there to help us. You know, all all the people we may have not even met before who brought us dinner every night. And you know, I never got to say thank you to those people, but if you're listening, thank you. You you mean a lot more to me than than you could even possibly know. But anyways, you know, I didn't think about it, but without all those people pouring into me and my siblings, we we wouldn't we would have, you know, like fallen behind in school or maybe not had dinner a bunch of nights or not had anybody to babysit us, you know, or whatever else it is. The whole thing wasn't fun because of it. I've gotten to meet lifelong friends, but also I can't say say it enough, but it, it shaped me into the person I am today. And this whole cancer thing, it, it's like, it it wasn't fun, okay? But, you know, meeting lifelong friends and whatever else outcomes, it's like, you just, you have to accept that. If your life if your life was easy and you never had anything to worry about and you know you wouldn't have much character, right? Like if nobody ever goes through any sort of hardship, how strong is that person really? Or how how like how much do they really understand? You know, somebody could say that they're mentally strong or or you know whatever all they want, but it's like if they haven't gone through anything, it's like are they really it's like next time a, a tragedy hits, how are they going to respond? Probably not very well. You know, this stuff, it, it builds, it builds like a character, builds character. Overcoming trials and hardships builds character. But you're, you're looking at, so the point number two is you look at, you have to look at this negative experience in a new perception. And instead of zooming in on the picture all the way and focusing on that one that one part of it, try zooming out just a little bit, you know, and try looking at some of the some of the good outcomes. All right, I'm getting into point number three. Point number three is take your negative and make it a positive. Now, by this point, I'm not saying just forget your emotions and depression isn't real and 
screw your sadness and whatever else. I'm not I'm not saying that, okay? You know, definitely deal deal with your emotions and that takes time, but if you aren't getting anywhere and it's like still sore a sore a sore topic and it's been 10 years, I think that's a little bit of a problem probably. Unless you've made progress, you know, I'm saying if you haven't made any progress and that's that's definitely a problem, but you know, one of the most important lessons I had to learn and it wasn't super fun, but in my therapy I was doing a program and it, there's this thing called the the DBT workbook that I had to go through and it it's it's not fun, okay? <laughs> it was all super repetitive and it was all the same crap and it's like nobody wants to hear this. It's like the stuff where it's like I'm anxious and the book tells you take a deep, take three deep breaths. And you're like, you know what? Screw that. It's, it just makes you angry to the core of your being. I don't know. At least for me, that's, that's how I hated it when people were telling me to just take a deep breath, man. And I was like, dude, shut up. You don't even know what I'm feeling right now. Anyways. So yeah, this, this workbook, and I found a lot of stuff that actually does help. It's, it's crazy, super crazy. So so one of the lessons I had learned going through this program is to go back to that event in your mind or that time period in your mind. Go back to that that time period that of depression, of of hardship. Go through that one event that happened that hurt you or you know whatever it is. Go back to that in your mind and look at the positives or positive outcomes. This may sound crazy, and some of you may say, there was no positive, Jameson, but here's one. Now I know not to hang out with these people. That's a positive right there. Or now I know that these are red flags in somebody, or that friend was was there for me when I needed help. That's a positive. Or now I know who who my real friends are. You know, whatever it is, there's always going to be a positive. There's always something positive, whether you see it or not. But this exercise helps you retrain your brain to think about the positive outcomes rather than the negatives. It it helps train your brain to start looking at life in a in a different way. And it, it works so much better than I could have even imagined. You know, thinking in positives, it's like even revisiting that that time period period or that event is is it's hard enough i know i know it's it's hard enough to even go back there and then you're like you really telling me to look at the positives that came out of it the positive outcomes like there is no positive outcome but there always is and it's just a matter of whether you see it or not it's like one positive that you could perceive as a negative is well, all my friends left me or whatever, you know, nobody was there for me. If you switch that, you could, you could make that into like a lesson, like, Hey, now I know who really cares about me or whatever. And it's like, you know, you could, if you just switch your mindset around, like with my whole cancer, with this whole cancer thing, it was, it was terrible. It was not fun, but the positive outcomes were just like insane, you know, lifelong friends, and, you know, going on these, these family camps, like, built to, you know, make everybody just enjoy a week or a weekend without having to worry about anything, 
you know, like all these people coming to babysit us or people cooking food for us and not to mention like my, the mental strength that came with all of that, which I hadn't seen until years later, but you know, this stuff, it, it takes time, but you know, there were so many positives about it. And now it's like, I can look at that, that whole memory in not only a negative lens, but also a positive one. Because I also, as lonely as I felt, I felt comfort from everybody else around me. And, you know, I felt loved because people were there for us. It's just, it's all a matter of what you're zoomed in on and what you're focused on and how you perceive the experience. So you don't get to see the whole picture. And I want to recircle back to that just a little bit, even though this is not in my notes, but I just, I want to stress this point, especially because this one was the one that took me almost the longest to accept and realize, but you know. So with this whole, you don't get to see the whole picture point, what I wanted to say was, with this girl passing away, you know, I didn't get to see, I didn't see any positives with that whole thing, you know. The only thing that I saw was this innocent girl who just suffered her whole life and her, her parents who were suffering. And that's all I saw. And, you know, and I mean, for some of my friends even, it's like, you know, I've heard some stories where it's like I've seen my best friend get shot in front of me or you know, whatever else, these tragic, terrible things, terrible things. And it's like, how do you make sense of any of this? You're like, Jameson, there was no positive outcomes, I assure you. He got shot in front of me, or my brother passed away, or, you know, Jameson, the only reason you're positive is because your sister's fine now. But what this point is, it's like, I didn't get to see the way that it, that whole thing affected so many other people. And me being a Christian, you know, her parents stayed strong in their in their Christian beliefs. And, you know, I got to see some of the messages on Facebook and whatever, and it's like the, the amount of people that came to Christianity because of this story, the amount of people that became, you know, who were inspired by her parents and her, and her. The amount, you know, the amount of people who were just filled with hope all the time who were, you know, they were still fighting and these people were just like filled with hope. And it's like even my own sister with her story, it's like all these people from Facebook and, you know, everywhere were sending us messages all the time and whatever. And it was like a, a symbol of, of hope for other people. And, you know, that's not something you most people want to look at. And so it's like you, you you may be thinking like, hey, Jameson, <laughs> this had no positive outcomes. My story's just too messed up. But whether you see it now or you see it later, there is always positive outcomes. It just it just depends on how you choose to look at it. So it's like, you know, this whole cancer thing, it's like on top of all those outcomes that I had that were positive that I had mentioned before, it's like even if none of that happened, so it's like if you say that you, somebody was killed in front of you or, you know, your brother passed away or your grandma or, you know, whatever it is, whether you see it now or later in life, it's 
these things are building you and shaping you into the person you're meant to become. And it's not always fun, you know? It's just really hard to to get across because, you know, it's just it's it's hard to get across because I know how mental health works and I know how anybody who is struggling with things and are listening to this may think, you know, I don't know. Mental health it's it's like a poison in your mind and it's <sighs> terrible. But so you may be saying this had no positive outcome, but at the end of the day, that event or circumstance that had happened, it shaped other people's lives too. You know, it it built up other people over time. It it strengthened other people. It's not always about you. You know, Jameson, my brother died. Well, you know, maybe he left some hope into somebody else or he inspired somebody else, you know. I don't know. It's just there's always a positive outcome. It's just you you have to you have to look for it. So my homework for you this week is to think about what is something you have looked at in the same light? You know, something that's dragging you down that you need to consider looking at differently. You know, what's something that you need to zoom out of the picture for? And I challenge you this week to look at your hardships in a positive rather than a negative. It doesn't matter how hard this is, how long it takes, at least find one. Look at your hardships and find some positive, some kind of positive outcome or whatever, anything. You know, and I would challenge you to find as many positives as you can, but if it's too hard, at least just find one. All right, my friend. That is it for today's episode. That's all I got for you. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, I would appreciate it if you share this with somebody else you think may help or somebody else who, you know, if you just loved it that much, just post it on your socials or whatever. Leave a rating or review on whatever platform you're listening on. Be sure to check out Alpha Insight Podcast online. You can read the transcripts for all the episodes and all that good stuff too, which is pretty cool. Actually, I really enjoy. But I didn't go into this last part in, in my notes, and it was about identity. It's really hard to understand the, these things when you don't have an identity. But maybe that's that's an episode coming for another time. Anyways, my friends, I hope you have a wonderful week. I would love to hear any feedback you have for me or you know, tips or advice or anything or you know, different perspectives anything really. You can check out the posts on the Instagram and Facebook at Alpha Insight Podcast. I would love to connect with you there. Other than that, have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.